Tonight I am playing my Art and Luther E guitar, a little worn in parlor. You know what's fun is like you get to you get to hang out with certain guitars, like hanging out with certain friends for a bit. You ever see someone, you know, quite a bit one month and then maybe go a month without talking to them at all? Doesn't mean you don't love that other guitar or friend I went to Florida this week um, when I was a kid we never ever went on vacations but the one time we did uh, we went to Florida we went to uh, Miami Beach my, my folks had some friends there so we had a free place to stay and it was the first time I ever experienced that kind of warmth first time I saw a palm tree And it's like, after that, like, every time I see a palm tree, I get that same sort of excited feeling in my in my gut. Show me a palm tree, and man, we are on vacation. I got family there, and, you know, we went to do a bit of a Thanksgiving thing. And um, what's so cute is uh, I've, got, I've got a niece and a nephew and another nephew. And, like kids are just you know it's like it's almost like they kind of understand life and we are the ones who've been distracted and have forgotten about it all you know partially in some ways that's so it's so um i mean god my niece and nephews are so are so goddamn cute but then they're also so annoying like you're trying to sleep in because you know whatever you want to sleep like a normal person they're up at like 7 a.m just like playing with loud playing with like coins they're like take all the coins from their mom's purse and just like start throwing it at the hardwood floor right outside your bedroom as like could someone make that stop and you always go um you know you'd always go to the question about your own your own destiny is the deal in life to, you know, continue this thing or not? Is it about you? Is it about family? I don't know. But I got to see the ocean, you know, for the first time in a while. And it was very beautiful. And went, did some hiking in this almost, you know, felt like being in a jungle. And my nephew is just... He, like, knows so much, and he, like, you know, he's, like, uh, he's nine or something, and he's just, like, excited. No, he's, like, seven. He's excited about, like, knowing things, you know, and, and um, he just loves hiking. And he he was, like, pissed that we were going home. You know, he's, like, oh, he wanted to keep, do, you know, hiking through the trail and stuff and got really excited when he knew something about, you know, he pointed to the moss. And he went, that's mustache moss or something, you know, hanging from the trees. I thought it was lichen, but what the hell do I know? But there's something so, um, you know, just so cute, uh, so exciting about that, you know. We saw a, um, a armadillo. Armadillos keep digging little holes in my backyard. 
So that was, that was the first time I ever saw an armadillo, you know, in person or or in armadillo. Saw two of them. <laughs> saw one and then, you know, just flipped out. Got, it was so exciting. They're so cute. They're all borrowing, looking for stuff in the leaves. And then we see, another, you know, some more hikers coming along. And, and I was like, there's an armadillo here. And they're like, oh, we were just looking at one back there. So then we kind of, we switched armadillos. A lot of traveling, a lot of driving, you know. Stopped at a Cracker Barrel in um, God knows where. I don't know, somewhere in Georgia. And every single one of the employees just looked like they were like 14. Like these like young, you know, mostly girls, 14, 15. And it's just like, man, you just want to like, you feel, God, this is so complicated. Okay, because the first thing you have is like, God, I wish you didn't have to work. You know, you probably don't want to be here, especially at this time, especially like serving me. Like, you don't want to be doing this, right? But then, but then, part of that is like this, like arrogance of, you know, you shouldn't have to work a ten a.m. job at a Cracker Barrel, you know, at this age. Like, there's an arrogance to that that I, I don't want to ignore either. You know, but man, like, you just wish you can like give each one a bunch of money and they could go like live their lives. But, but again, the arrogance is like, maybe they're happy doing that and maybe they're doing better than you are, you know, probably in some ways they are. So I don't know. It's tough. Listen to a bunch of, uh, Courtney Marie Andrews. Um, I only know, like I know about her cause she has an album cover that I really like that I want to try to kind of, um, use a little bit for my next album cover. Uh, but then I actually listened to the goddamn record, and it's really good. It's so beautiful. It's such a good album, and there's a song on it called um, "How How Quickly Your Heart Mends." You know, it's about someone getting over you real quick. And what a great song! Uh, you know, just uh, hanging out with your new friends. How quickly your heart mends, something like that. And, you know, act act like we've never met. I don't know. Just so good. And you, you know, yeah, you just, you get excited. We've talked about this before, but just hearing a great song, it's, it's real special. And that, um, that podcast I told you about last week, um, with my, with that comedian, Sam Rill, uh, the podcast is called, um, Stand By Your Band, and he did a whole thing about Leonard Cohen, so I listened to it again, because I went to show Kate, um, because she loves Leonard too, and... So we listened together, and it was just so, so much fun. And then that just turned me on to, like, um, it, like, reminded me of all these different Leonard interviews and documentaries. And in one of them, he goes, um, he says, I don't, I, you know, when he was kind of, like, coming up and trying to figure it out, you know, and trying to become a published poet and a published author and then later on a songwriter, he said, you know, he doesn't want to, he said, I don't want to work for my pay. I want to be paid for my work. I don't want to work for my pay. I want to be paid for my work. And, you know, there's a great privilege in that, of course. And, and it, it, it stung and it, 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 it dug deep, you know, right deep in there because that's just what's been on my mind and trying to figure out or, you know, happen upon a way to be able to do that, you know, someday. And, uh, in some ways, I, I get to do that already in some small ways, but, you know, in a significant way. 
um, it was just like, it was beautiful, uh, special to hear, you know, um, it was really cute actually. There, there's also, there's one, there's a documentary about Leonard, you know, the early years, um, before he started even playing music and it's all in black and white. And there's like a narrator who's got this like real professional, precious voice and, you know, just the way people talked about artists, you know, um, it was so dignified, so respectful, so gentle, so, so, um, there's a reverence for the art and, you know, I can't help but think about like, you know, the way like famous artists now, if, you know, let's say they go on like a late night show, they kind of dumb themselves down end up doing some dumb skit about nothing. Uh, and not, not to be too cynical, but, um, you know, it's just like, it wasn't like that back then. And, you know, you want to tell yourself that things are only getting better. Um, but, you know, sometimes, especially if you watch some of those interviews, I mean, go watch an interview with any artist from the 60s, you know, and and then go watch like the whatever the equivalent would be now. You know, I don't know. I don't, someone, whatever the hell that might be. Um, it it's quite depressing. Like it's not encouraging. It's not, it's not better. Now some things are better and you could say certain things kind of, and you could talk about other things and certain identities are, are, you know, uh, less discriminated against or whatever the hell, but it doesn't feel like there's more heart and soul or anything. It doesn't feel like it's more conducive to, you know, greatness and grand human beauty or whatever that it's just it's kind of like not to not to bring it down here, but I um well so it was fun listening to that Courtney Marie Andrews uh record and um I wrote a song kind of I guess probably inspired by her um, especially that song, How Quickly Your Heart Man, such a good song. So I wrote a song called Throw Away, Throw Away Souls, which I thought was really fun. I'm not going to play it for you now. Uh, still needs work, but throw, whatever the hell, but throw away souls. Um, sounds, it sounds like, th that was it. That's the whole song right there. But it was exciting. So I've been, um, let me back up a minute. So making things is very weird. You know, uh, I, I posted something on Instagram and a video or whatever the hell, and someone was like, uh, it's nice to see you active again. I was like, uh, what? I, you know, first of all, I mean, it was so sweet of that person to take notice, to care, you know, so, you know, God bless him. But I was just like, I've been active the whole time. And it just got me spiraling into this like, well, now you have to be active on these different platforms in different ways at different frame rates and different formulas in addition to just your real life and you know it's uh you know okay so if you do it on this platform then you gotta do it on that one and that way it's just like my god and you, you, you kind of you have to do what you do and then spend more work and more time proving to other people that you're doing what you're doing and uh in a way it feels like there's uh, uh just this I mean, I guess this is just normal for any songwriter. Certainly someone who's written movies could relate to this, but there's such a disconnect between making the thing or like 
writing the thing, conceiving the thing, and then actually putting it out, you know, and I really struggle with that because I like to write songs. It's my literal favorite thing to do, and I think it's the only thing I'm qualified for. Everything else doesn't come easy, um, and it's quite difficult that, you know, when I go on, if I go on my own Spotify and it's like, okay, last album, 2019, huh? Okay. So it's been like two years. Um, but I've been doing so much in the last two years. Now, mind you, I like followed, you know, that record with just like kind of, I guess, trying to promote it and play a bunch of shows. And then I've literally like, I don't want to tell you how much I've done since then. I've done so much, but if you look on my Spotify, it's like, hmm, guess he hasn't been up to much guess he's not been doing anything you know now now i should be so lucky that people go on there and care and give a shit and do the math and no one really cares except you you know but it it is strange that i make things and sometimes i make a lot of things sometimes i make beautiful things that i'm so excited about but the amount of time that i think has to pass before it can ever see the light of day before anyone could actually hear it or see it or listen to it is is quite tricky and if i write a song i don't want to just put it out you know what i mean i guess you could just take your iphone and record it on your phone or record it on you know your laptop and just put it out there but there's a process there's a ritual and things take time and you can't overload people and 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 if you make something that you're proud of you really want to give it your all so you don't want to just throw it out there because then no one's going to hear it so you really want to strategize and and do the legwork and take your time and be patient wait for the right time and when you know you've really done a bunch of work and prep work you know so that people actually hear this goddamn thing you know so i i don't know what it's like for other recording artists and people but you know i could definitely if you think about movies just the amount of time it goes you know between a script and the movie actually coming out i mean sometimes it's decades you know, um, now the difference is that there's a whole, most of the time there's a whole different set of people actually doing those things. So one person or two or a few people write the movie and then other people are actually making it and other people are doing all different process. But, you know, as a musician, you're, you do all of it, you know, it's like you write it, you direct it, you star in it, you know, sometimes you shoot it yourself and then you certainly put it out yourself, and hell, you even you even rent out the 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 movie theater, you know, to show it, kind of, you know, or whatever, you know, that's the booking gigs equivalent. So it, it's difficult, and I also, you know, you have there, there's a certain rollout that maybe you conceive and and you think about, and you you know you don't want to, you want there to be a certain order, a certain uh, to things, and you know, it could be that's just ridiculous, but. Um, you know, if you look at any artist, there's a certain pattern, a certain um, growth. And I remember um, I was talking to my friend Mikey, uh, Mikey Barlovy, and and he um, he was talking about how he had a bunch of songs, and he said, "I feel like these other songs feel a bit more mature, so I'll put them out after, and it'll be like, oh, he's matured, you know." But really, he wrote them at the same time. But I loved how he had this whole grand vision and. You know, he ended up scrapping it and writing new songs and all that, you know. So who knows? You never really you never really know what the hell's going to happen. But I, I remember, this is years ago, I just remember enjoying how he had this vision of they're going to think, they're going to take it in like I've matured and, and grown. Uh, but really, it's like, you know, he might have written the 
quote unquote less mature, more youthful songs uh, earlier, you know. So uh, on that on that note, um, I've been writing a I've been writing a book of poems, you know, just writing poetry and and um, I, I've written a lot of poetry. Some of it's quite shit, especially when I started, you know. But I think slowly it started, hopefully, getting a little bit better. Um, and I wrote the, the book. Um, the book I, I titled the book "Night Walks in the Blue Light." Um, you know, night, night walks being one word. Um, I just liked the way it felt and looked and it just felt like, you know, the poetry. Um, and, you know, I've just been kind of writing in that little booklet, uh, for that book that hopefully will come out someday, appear somewhere on my merch table alongside my records. Um, and I completed that, that book, uh, yesterday. And... I don't know why I felt it was completed, but I just I just took one look at it and I said that's done, and then I went to another book and I wrote um, in the beginning of it, on the top of it, um, false uh, epiphanies. So that'll be my next book, I guess, um, that I just started yesterday. So I finished my uh, night walks in the blue light, and then I started false epiphanies. Um, and it, it, you know, it felt kind of bittersweet because the, the, the sweet part, um, the sweet part is that I felt, you know, just excited and proud of that, uh, of my accomplishment. And I really think that those are, you know, certainly my best poems to date. Um, I'm sure there's some fat in there that could be trimmed out, but I like fat. So, but I don't know. Um, and, and then it, it was also exciting just how easily kind of, uh, um, I don't know, just the, the new title came and I was like, that's, I didn't really think about it too much. You know, it's nice when it's easy and it just kind of happens. And I got real excited about false epiphanies. Um, and, and it, 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 I think it'll false epiphanies. I think will be a little bit more of a cynical, uh, book a little bit. Um, hopefully, Hopefully, just enough, you know, and combat it with quite a bit of optimism and light. Um, but here's uh, here's the first poem I wrote for for this new book uh, that I'm for this new old, you know, just silly fun, up, you know, poetry journey that I'm gonna head out on. So, this first poem, um, I don't know, maybe it's maybe it's titled "False Epiphany." I don't know, but I don't know what this poem is titled. But it goes like this. Um, our hero uh, sleeps on the sidewalk, inhaling sheetrock dreams and erotic formal wear. A gospel tune passes in a brown Buick. There's a brisk wind. The street is urgent with life. A band loads their gear into a small club from the back alley. As a waitress makes a phone call, she's been pushing off. She's good at goodbyes and rolls a cigarette in her ribbed fingers. She swallows spoonfuls of mortality in the form of hello and thank you. And in her head, a choir of union workers sing their praises to anonymous gods of yesteryear coffeehouse scenes. And she watches the folk musicians carrying their banjos, crouching towards Everest for a fleeting taste of legend. And they all weep for what's become of the past. She puts her cigarette out in a vacant flower pot 
as a silent ambulance tears around the midday corner. One day, one day, she promises herself, it'll be all pay and no more work. Um. So there you go. Um, and that, that felt like a, I don't know, whatever the hell, who cares? Then there's another little tidbit. Um, I don't know what this one will be called. Maybe it's, I don't know if it's a poem, but it goes, uh, the arrogance a fool possesses makes a man like me blue with jealousy. The confidence of a dead rat in a muddy river leaves my loneliness looking lackluster and benign. Um, so that's one, that's two, I guess. Then uh, let's let's try this one real quick. Uh, this one is called Lump. Lump throat, Pinehurst pity. Her scarf waves in the, in the Kentucky breeze. We sit on someone's stoop. The air smells like bacon and lonely. There's a cold water pool somewhere with zombie dreams floating. Belly up, baby, in the middle of an afternoon. She's far away. And we rub shoulders, talk about the future, and how terrible it looks when you compare it to the past. Um, so, okay, that's one. Um, I thought I wrote another one today. Um, but, I don't know. I guess I didn't. Did I not? Huh. Well, what can you do? You can only write so much, but, um, yeah, so that was, uh, it's been, oh, I wrote that in, in a different, in a notebook, ah, whatever, so, thank you for indulging me there, I don't really know what to say other than, um, I, uh, you know, trying to find the, the, the line between what you make and, um, what you showcase is, 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 is strange because I, I have a pretty strong idea of, of what I showcase and what I just make, but, um, sometimes I just question myself and wonder if I'm doing the wrong thing, you know, by not, you know, just like, what if I just showed everyone what I was making all of the time? But that's like, people just get exhausted and, you know, you gotta have some kind of rollout or something, but who knows, you know? Uh, the weird thing is, the longer I do this, the less I really know, like, what I'm doing, you know, I really just don't know what I'm doing, except what I'm doing, I don't know how to do it, you know, people will tell you, I, I can't tell you how many goddamn meetings I've been in, just like, like, over the years, you know, you sit down, you grab coffee with someone, maybe some, it's someone older than you, and they'll be like, okay, here's what you gotta do, all right, you wanna make it, you know, I think, I think you're great, whatever the hell they'll say, okay, They'll be real nice, and they're helping you out. They're getting coffee. It's like, okay, here's what you got to do. You're kind of hoping they give you help. You're kind of hoping they help you. They, 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 um, you know, they just kind of help you, you know. But instead, they kind of tell you, okay, here's how you can help yourself. Um, they go, uh, they'll go something like, uh, okay, um, okay, so you sign up for an IMDb account, all right? You know what IMDb is, right? Okay, yeah, you know, movie stars and you know, the actors. Okay, so you go to a film that you think uh, your song would fit on its soundtrack, okay? So you have to sign up for an IMDb account, first 30 days are free, okay, do that, great. 
go and you find out who the music supervisor is for that film. It's like, okay, great. Click on their profile. You find out wh- what movies or TV shows are in production. Okay, it's like, okay, cool. Then you go and you try you you track down the script. You go into the IMDb thing. You read the script. And then you look for a scene that you think a specific song of yours will be good in, okay? And then you email said music supervisor and you say, hey, uh, my, I think my song would go great, you know, in this in such and such scene or whatever the hell. It's like, okay, cool. So, you know, you get really excited. You sign up for IMDb. Okay, first 30 days are free. Nice. All right. Um, you go and you look for, you know, you think of some movies that you like. Okay, Submarine, I love that movie. Great. Alex Turner this did the soundtrack. Uh, okay, awesome. So you find out who the music supervisor is, and you go in their thing. It's like, oh, there's nothing in production. They quit the business 10 years ago. All right, okay, let me think of another movie. God damn it, all right. Well, let's see here. And then you think of, um, you know, uh, let's see, Inside Lewin Davis. That would be too obvious. But, you know, maybe a Coen Brothers film. Who, who does Coen Brothers music? Okay, so you go to that. And, you know, you do that for about 40 minutes the first day. You know, you send let's say, eight or nine emails, um, and three of those you get that automatic email back that that email address doesn't exist anymore. But, you know, you just hope, okay, those other four or five or whatever, um, they'll get back to you, you know, and maybe the next day you send out five emails, you know, instead of nine, like the first day. And, uh, and then you never do it again. You know, you never do it again. And maybe you forget uh, maybe you forget to delete your IMDb account. And you get charged twenty bucks for you know for that, um, and that's that. You know that's kind of what it's like to be a musician. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you thought you were getting away easy, huh? As like, look, I am proud and excited about how hands-on and evolved all of the artists are. All how much we are um, involved in every step of the process. You know, it used to be you just kind of like the label took care of the album cover and this person did the music video and just like now you do everything. And there's a beauty to that because everything you're experiencing is a real extension of the artist. You know, I'm looking at, I've got a poster in my wall that was like hand-painted by a musician that they're clearly good drawing, but they're like making their own posters and it's signed and... um. There's something very beautiful about that, but man, oh man, like I, you know, I'm just sick of like, uh, trying to like being told that I always have to be doing more than I'm doing. It's like, is it not enough? It's like, okay, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing. I don't know if I could do more, you know, but, but then you just feel guilty. Like you're not doing enough. You got to send more emails. You gotta, you gotta figure out how to game the system, how to get on Spotify playlists. Okay. You want to get on Spotify playlists? Here's what you do. You sign up for this, you pay this fee, you do this and you hope for the best. And it's just like, I don't, and then my, I just find my brain shutting off. And it's sad because I'm most qualified to write songs, but I know if I really want to write songs for the rest of my life and have anybody hear those goddamn songs, I got to get good at this other shit, like sending emails and all that. So it's, uh, it's quite, quite, like, quite metaphysically strange, man. It's so weird. And I don't want to work for my pay. I want to get paid for my work. So today, uh, I took a walk. It was a lovely walk. It's kind of a necessary walk. I was having a hard time. A little bit of a panic attack. 
But, uh, you know, just took a walk, ended up in a shopping mall, ended up in a bookstore, talked about Rainer Maria Rilke and Andrew Yang and some other people. And it was lovely. It was nice. And I came home and I was like, I got to record a song with my piano. And um, uh, some lovely family members of mine just gifted me with this uh, mixer thing. So I was like, okay, let me put that to use. Let me figure it out. So I recorded this little ditty here. Um, and I will, I will leave you with this, but it's not really a song. I just kind of like, uh, I was just like trying to be, you know, like how I imagine other musicians do it where they like layer their thing. They lay down a guitar track, do some keys. I was trying to be real fancy. Like this is very, a little bit out of my comfort zone. Um, like completely out of my comfort zone, but it was quite fun to actually do. So, um, I'll leave you with this little thing. Uh, I titled it Rosie on Piano and C, uh, just for fun. Um, but uh, before before I go and leave you with this this little music ditty, I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. Um, this is like this is literally my favorite thing to do um, out of everything I'm doing right now, aside from writing songs and just writing in general. This is literally my just most favorite thing to do, um, and uh, I appreciate you listening so much. Tell a friend. Uh, all that crap. So here is uh, me trying to be a cool bedroom pop musician. Uh, no, this is me just having fun, messing around. All right. Hope you like it. Love you. Bye.
books, a leather jacket, reading all 